Were you raised to be a strong, independent, and self-sufficient woman since you were a kid, but somewhere along the way you lost your beaten path? Whether you felt broken from a breakup or the dating scene, wrong career choice, friendships gone south, or even just by getting so busy in your day-to-day regimen that you lost the drive that got you there in the first place, then you're in the right spot. My name is Kara Sennett, salon owner, mother of two beautiful girls, currently going through an unexpected divorce and navigating the way back to my inner true self. And it is my goal in this podcast to bring back the independent bitch that is still deep inside of you and me. So stay tuned and get ready to begin writing the next chapter of your life. In the words of Sherry Argov, writer of Why Men Love Bitches, from doormat to dream girl, let's take this journey together one episode at a time. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to A Bitch is Born with me, Kara Sennett. I know I'm releasing this episode um, about a week late, uh, and I know I was supposed to go into talking about the dating world and interviewing a few of my friends, guys and girls, regarding like the online dating scene and what it's like. Um, But I had a slight change of events. You know, the past week and a half has been really hard for me. Um... And, you know, if you're going through a separation or a divorce, um, especially with kids involved, uh, you're going to have moments of your ups and downs. Now, I know in the last episode, I or two episodes ago, I talked about um, the book The Power or the book The Secret and really trying to maintain a positive mindset and really embracing the things in your life that you can control and... Um, being grateful the things for the things that you do have currently, um, but obviously sometimes it's it's hard, and you're gonna face moments that are really like your lows and that get you down. So this past week and a half was kind of that for me. So about a month and a half ago, I met with my ex. You know, he left me four months ago now. And we never really had a a moment to sit down and kind of go over the issues that were at hand, um, why he left every time he came to either pick up the kids or see the kids. It was always like, it was a quick um, time that he was over. And sometimes it would be good. Other times we'd get into these little arguments because there was never any closure or resolutions to anything. Um, We did try discernment counseling in the very beginning uh, but he made it very clear that he only wanted to do counseling because of the kids so there was never any um, hope in reconciling our marriage when he left he made it very clear that he was done and and that was it he didn't want to fix it and he just wanted to like move on with his life date and meet somebody else and that was it Um, so over the past, at the time it was three months, um, we never had that closure or that discussion. It was always really, there was a lot, a lot of tension all the time. So about a month and a half ago, about a month ago, uh, I asked if we could go out to dinner, sit down and really discuss like our children and what happened with us. So we did that. The dinner, I mean, it had its moments, um, of disagreements, but overall, the dinner, in my opinion, went well. Um, we really talked about like what happened in our marriage and kind of how he was feeling, and that he really just kept in his feelings. And where I was focused so much on my business and my kids, I wasn't really recognizing 
um, his issues or making him a priority. And I understand that, but I do believe a lot of our issues were solely on miscommunication. And um, I believe we could have resolved them if we gave it a chance. But he thought otherwise, and that's fine. You know, we really focused on our children. And at the end of the dinner that night, we agreed that we could co-parent and be amicable. Well, that was on a Thursday night. And a Friday night, that Friday morning, I mean, he came to pick up my daughter to take her to school. And he was so cold again. So over the past month and a half, we've had these dips where, like, I never knew what type of person I was going to get that morning or the nights that he was taking my children. Some days he would come in and be very happy and talkative and we could have a brief conversation and be cool. Other days he'd come in with just this like chip on his shoulder and he would be very cold and sometimes rude and just, I just never knew what kind of person I was going to get. Um, also at that dinner that we had a few months ago or a month and a half ago, um, we discussed the fact that after only about a month of us being separated, he started dating another girl. And from day one, always said, you know, he never intended on introducing our kids to somebody he was dating right away. And lo and behold, um, he did. He did introduce our kids to this girlfriend and her children only after a few weeks of them dating. And as much as I felt it was inappropriate and selfish on his part, I realized it was something that was out of my control and something, I mean, it had already happened. So I couldn't go back in the past and fix it. So I wasn't going to give my energy and be angry about it. Um, but we did discuss it at that dinner. And I did make it very clear that like moving forward, I think the contact should be limited between our children, especially for my three-year-old because um, she was really still having a difficult time with all the changes. You know, he, we moved her preschool from a different town to our current town, which was already in the process before he had left. And um, we just, we kept it. I didn't think it was a good idea after he had moved out to continue to change her, but he still pressed that um, transition for her. So we moved her preschool. Um, he obviously moved out of our home. My kids were going back and forth between his mother's house, which is where he was staying, he has been staying, and our house every other weekend. Um, and now the introduction of this girlfriend was only adding to her confusion. You know, she was she's only three, and she's really having a difficult time with everything going on. So um, I just asked that the contact with the new girlfriend be limited in the PDA when it does happen to be at a minimum. Um, I still don't think it's a good idea. It's like, I think she needs, my daughter needs to adjust to the current changes and the most important changes at hand first. But again, it's out of my control. Um, so going back to this week, um, it's just been really a hard week. So earlier, about a week or so ago, we had to start getting a lot of our legal documents in with our attorneys. So of course that's going to be emotional and just a really hard um, time for both of us, both my ex and I. And it just doing so just, it does, it just resurfaces a ton of my emotions and just the reality like, wow, I'm 
losing my life. Like I'm losing my husband, this person that I thought was supposed to love me for the rest of my life. Like we're going through this. Yeah, I'm crying. It's really been a tough week. Um, so it's just going through all these emotions. It just resurfaces like all these thoughts, right? And they're not so much negative thoughts or, or that I want to go back to our life. Like I just, it makes me sad to think that my life isn't what I hoped it was supposed to be. You know, like we had so many plans for the future with our children. Like I just started thinking like, like, um, this fall is coming, right? We're at the end of August or middle of August and we're getting ready for fall and, um, like going shopping for like the fall decorations for our yard or um, getting my daughter's Halloween costume and just, you know, just going apple picking and like doing those family things like they're not going to happen anymore. And just by getting all these documents ready for the attorney and exchanging all these things, it really just started to surface like a lot of like past memories and present like... um future memories, you know, so it's really been emotional, um, and then, so that was about a a little over a week ago, I'm sorry guys, this is a real podcast, right, I'm having real emotions, I'm, this is, this is my life, and I just feel like the best way for me to, you know, get through this is to express it as much as I can to my friends, my family, and to listeners, and hopefully, like, you guys, if you're going through the same thing, it's easy for you to relate, so I do hope, uh, maybe you can relate, I mean, I hope, I, I never wish this pain and hurt on anybody, or the lows, like, I do want to make this podcast more about, like, rebuilding you, but, you know, part of that is having these moments, and, having these lows, you know, and it's like feeling your emotions and understanding why you feel a certain way. So anyways, so then this past week, um, on Wednesday, we got a call from my daughter's school that she is really having a hard time. Um, we've known this now for a few months since we transitioned her into a new school. Um, she's been lashing out and like hitting other kids and um, like I know when I drop her off in the mornings like she has a hard time leaving me and it's just like really hard so I did mention when we were at that dinner my ex and I um, that I think what I said earlier like limiting the contact with the the new girlfriend is crucial because it's really like my daughter is really having a hard time with the the most important issues that are happening. Like we don't need to add any more confusion to the mix. Um, so this week she had another incident and they had to change her classroom and, uh, we had to go in for a meeting. Now, in the meantime, when all this happened, I was reaching out to my ex and just saying like, like, listen, like we need to have these discussions. Like from what my understanding was after the dinner that we had, it was that we could be amicable with each other, that we could have these discussions with each other. And like, he's been nothing but this up and down roller coaster every time I see him. And it's just not healthy for my daughter. Um, and then we had the meeting. I was running late. I was coming from a 
a place about 40 minutes away and there was a lot of traffic. So the school had the meeting with my husband first and then had it with me regarding my daughter and how she's really just having a hard time. And we were trying to come up with suggestions and solutions to trying to help her and get her emotions and her feelings under control. And when I had left, I had reached out to my ex again and I just asked nicely, like, please, like, can you just like for right now, just stop bringing her around your, your new girlfriend. Like it's unnecessary. It's, she doesn't need to have these. So his girlfriend has children around the same age as my, my kids. And I said, I understand wanting to socialize her, but right now with the separation, like they need their parents. Our kids need us. They don't need play dates. My daughter's in school with other children. Like right now, it isn't crucial to socialize her. Right now, it's more important for her to have her parents, you know, there solely. Like not, you don't need these play dates right now. She needs to be comforted in knowing that even though there are many changes happening in her life, that her parents, both him and I, we're still here. We're still there for her. And, and he was just like, just fighting me on that and fighting me, like trying to play tit for tat, like over the week I had, so he takes my kids on Tuesday nights overnight. And one of my girlfriends who just moved up here from another state, she asked if she could spend the night. And I said, Oh, of course, like we can catch up and whatever. And I said, you know, my my husband has the kids tonight so it'll be easy well that Tuesday she had sent me a text and she said you know her she's dating this new guy and she's like he came up to surprise me and she's like if it's easier she's like we'll just go get a hotel and I said listen I said my my husband has the kids it's not going to be weird like you guys can just stay over I have a guest bedroom it's only for a night it's not a big deal And so the next morning, Wednesday, my ex had to drop my youngest, my 10 month old off to me. And he made a big deal about them staying over. And I was like, you know, why? Like it was my night. I didn't have the kids. It's not like I'm introducing them to people she doesn't know. My oldest was in school that day and he just gave me such a hard time earlier that day. And, um, So when we were discussing my daughter and having her issues at school, he kept bringing up that I was having people over and that he, that he should be told about anybody staying at our house when, even if he, like, because he's part owner of the house and, um, he needs to know who's there. And I'm like, listen, like, I don't sit there and tell you what you can and cannot do in your personal life. I didn't have the kids overnight. She's my girlfriend that I've had since I was a child. They stayed over a night. It's not like they're staying multiple nights. We didn't have the kids. And for him to sit there and try to throw that in that that's inappropriate was just ridiculous. And I'm like, where are you going with this? And it just, I just can't, I just don't get this thought process right now. I don't. Um, I don't understand how he can't see that his daughter is having a very difficult time with all these transitions and changes in her life and that him bringing somebody new into her life that even though yes in the moment she has these play dates and she's having fun but when she comes home to me she's trying to process it all and process the changes 
and it's very confusing to her. And to not respect that has just been really difficult. Um, so moving forward, so he just, we, we weren't agreeing with that. He wasn't going to stop bringing the kids around his girlfriend. And he kept, like I said, just playing tit for tat. Like he was telling me, well, I shouldn't be having people at the house. And it's like, yeah, I understand that. But I don't do that when I have my children, you know. Um, you know, I put my children first, first and always. I, they're my number one. If I have the kids, my kids have my, my number one attention. I don't bring them out on play dates. I don't need to right now. I want my daughter who is struggling to know that I'm there for her. Like I'll play with her. I'll show her love. Like I let her express her feelings to me. Um, sure. Once she starts to get those feelings and emotions under control, like my kids have friends her age. Of course, we'll be doing those types of things together and like taking them out together. But right now where the wound is still so new and, and the cut so fresh that like she doesn't need that right now and it's just inappropriate and he just doesn't understand that. So anyways, um, I had set up a meeting with a child therapist and we had the intake. It was all virtual the next day. And I just felt the entire time he was attacking me and, um, you know, bringing up that night that we went to dinner that I had, I first talked about today. And, um, like from what my understanding was at the end of it, we were on the same page. We gave each other a hug when we were leaving, you know, we agreed to amicably co-parent and then the next day he came in and he was so cold. And then the following week he'll come in and he'll be like nice and chatty. And then the next day after that he'll be cold and rude. And it's literally like this roller coaster. Like I don't know what kind of person he's going to be. And it's just the day we were talking to the therapist for my daughter. It was just like I was feeling attacked. Like I was just this martyr. That I was this horrible person that I I just didn't understand. And it I, I just... I don't know. Like, I just don't know how somebody can have so much hate. And so it was really emotional for me. You know, I just, I married this person. I thought this person was my soulmate. I thought he was like, at least the love of my life. I thought we could work through anything. And so obviously like when all this happened, it was a lot for me to process and sure, like I am not perfect. When we were together, if we would argue, I'd say things. Of course, like who doesn't? When you're in the heat of the moment, you say hurtful things. And is it right? No. Is it an excuse? No. Like, yes, I made mistakes. I, when we were building my salon, I was pregnant. I was hormonal. Um, I could have gone about things a lot differently. I guess I could have been a lot nicer and a, and a lot um, more understanding. But again, I was pregnant. My hormones were skyrocketed. Um, there was a lot going on. So, um, I didn't think the issues that we had were like divorceable issues. I thought they were just regular marriage problems. And when all was said and done now, um, it just hurts to know that that was enough for him. And I just thought we were stronger than that. So all these things just come back and during that therapy session to see him have so much hate, hate and like resentment towards me and anger. Like it's now been four months and I have been nothing over the past two months, but nice and friendly 
and I've been trying to like just go forward with this as amicably as I possibly can for our children and for us. I mean, we're going to be in this for the rest of our life. And I'm really just doing my best to just be positive and happy and just seeing him that other day have so much hate and anger. It just brought me right down. And it made me so sad because I just don't know how somebody who is supposed to love you or who you thought was going to love you for the rest of your life can hate you so much now. It's just so hard to fathom. And again, it's out of my control. There's nothing I can do. And I'm doing my best to just move on with my life and be positive and be strong for my kids. And just sometimes it's so friggin' hard, but I'm doing it. Um, so that's why I've been a little off this week. I haven't been able to release an episode. I wasn't able to release the episode about dating and interviewing my friends. That will come. Um, I'm not sure if I'll get to it this week. Um, it's definitely an episode or episodes, I should say, that I do want to still go over. You know, the dating life and all these apps and what men and women um, want. But I think this week and next week is going to be probably focused more on like a self-reflection type of thing and um, rebuilding from this low again. Because, I mean, it's inevitable. Like you releasing emotions isn't a setback. Crying and having these feelings are not a setback. Um, they actually, they're a step in the healing direction. You're, you're moving on. You're growing and realizing and recognizing your feelings um, is part of that growing process and that healing process. And uh, it just sucks. You know, grief and grieving and healing, it's not linear. It's not a linear process. And you're going to have those dips and you're going to have those moments that you just look and you're like, what the hell is happening in my life? How did we get here? Like, we had everything. We had such a great life. We had a home. We had a beautiful family. Like, we were just starting. Like, we just started. My daughter's only three. My other one's ten months. Like, you got to get through those hard times to get to the good. We were just beginning. It was starting to turn around. And he just gave up. And as much as I would love to change that, you can't. You can't change somebody's mind. And it's just been hard. And I'll get through it. I've been listening to my power every day um, to really help reset my mind. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been a tough week. And, again, it's okay to have tough weeks it's okay to cry it's okay to have the moments it helps you get through to that other side and you will I mean obviously right now my number one goal is my children and building up my strength and myself again and really just being there and that strong mom for my kids and I really just hope that my daughter and and she will she'll she will get through this and she'll be okay 
I just, it really hurts me to see her go through these emotions um, and this sadness and confusion right now. And my focus right now is just really making sure I can provide her with as much consistency and love um, and explanation as I possibly can for her. And I just, I just hope that we can get through this. And I hope, I just pray that my husband can see that also and see like what's really important. Like right now our focus, regardless on how he feels about me, about his new girlfriend, about his life personally, he's got these kids too. And they should really be at the top of his list and making sure that they feel secure and okay. And um, I just pray that he understands the importance of holding back new changes in their life right now and really helping to make her feel okay. Like control, get her emotions and feelings under control so she can go to school and and be okay and come home and understand like what's going on or start to understand it. Um, so that's just, that's where I'm at. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I know this, this week's episode was pretty tough for me. It's a little late, but, um, you know, I'm still going through this. Like this is all real time. Like I'm going through this with the, going through this with you guys. Those that are newly separated or going through divorce and or even just single and like trying to figure their stuff out now like in their later in life. It's I'm going through it. This is this is all real. So, I'm here. I want to rebuild. I want to help to rebuild myself. My strength and yours is strength and you guys and really try to create this new world together for us um but sometimes having these low moments they're necessary and just know that it's okay so um, i'm hoping to release another episode that later this week um and it'll probably just be a follow-up with what's going on uh, again i do want to get into the dating life and all that fun stuff too. Um, but I think I need like a comeback episode from this moment, this little moment that I had this, this past week, week and a half. So thanks for listening. Um, I hope that you guys can relate. I hope this helps you to know that it's okay to like deal with all this stuff. So it's okay to have these moments of ups and downs. It's normal. Um, and really the best thing you can do is talk about it with friends, family, cry, have a moment to cry and recognize your feelings um, and just come through it. Come out on the other side knowing, you know what? It's okay. It's going to be okay. You are strong um, and you will you will get through it. So thanks again for listening to me this week. Um, and again, if you have any suggestions or um, areas in your situation that you want me to go over, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. Or um, So at Instagram, it's at 
the uh, A Bitch is Born podcast. And on Facebook, I did create a group um, called A Bitch is Born podcast, I believe. Um, I'm sure you can just search it and join the group. Uh, but feel free to post any messages in there or if you want to create a discussion. Um, yeah. So thanks, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to A Bitches Born Podcast with Kara Sennett. Follow us on Instagram at A Bitches Born Podcast or send us a DM about any questions or areas of life that you would like to hear discussed in a future upcoming episode.